0: Raiz Bouyan grew up in Bangladesh, in a household that encouraged strong Muslim values.
1: My mother told me that if anyone tells you anything bad or try to hurt you in any way, don't do the same thing to them. And I always try to maintain those lessons.
0: Rais did well in school and moved to the United States, landing in Dallas, Texas, with a job as a gas station attendant.
1: Oh my God! Oh my
0: God! That looks like a second plane. Just after he arrived, he watched as his new country was attacked on September eleventh, two 2001.
1: I was shocked, and I couldn't believe that this was really taking place. I was terrified. I was crying. So I was thinking that if that was done by some folks from Middle East or who practice Islam, then yes, there might be some sort of backlash.
0: Backlash against Muslims, foreign Muslims. And as days went on, Rais became more concerned. One night... A Muslim gas station attendant down the street from where he worked was murdered. And Rais overheard hostile conversations in his store.
1: There were a lot of customers, angry customers, to come to our gas station and um, saying a lot of bad things about Muslim people. I could feel there were people, they were coming to the store with a lot of anger. It was Friday. It was raining outside and business was slow. Suddenly a customer walked in wearing bandana, sunglasses, baseball cap pointing a gun directly at my face. I opened the register right away and I offered him the cash and I said, here's all the money, please take it, but don't shoot me. In response, he asked me, where are you from? I was thinking that, you know, why he needs to know where am I from? That's a strange question to ask during a robbery. I didn't get the chance to tell where I was from. I just said, excuse me. And he shot me with a double barrel shotgun. I felt the sensation of million bees stinging my face. So I looked down, and I saw blood was pouring from the right side of my head. I thought I have to keep my brain from spilling out, so I placed both my hands on my head. And I looked left, and I saw the gunman was still standing and looking at me. So I thought if I don't pretend I'm dying, maybe he will shoot me to make sure that I'm dead. So I jumped on the floor, I pretend that I'm dying. Within a few seconds, the gunman left the store, and I was thinking that, oh my God, I'm dying today. So I started crying, and I remember myself screaming, Mom, I started reciting from Holy Quran.
0: Rais refused to die. He dragged himself up from the floor and stumbled to the barber shop next door. But everyone inside ran in terror. All they saw was a frantic, bloodied, dark-skinned man coming through the door.
1: They tried to run away. Through their emergency door, and I told him that please call 911. I start seeing image of my mother, father, and then a graveyard, and I I thought that's it.
0: He ran around the parking lot, too scared to sit still, until the paramedics came. Before falling unconscious, he promised God that if he lived, he would make the Muslim pilgrimage to Mecca, the Hajj. Hours later he woke up to the sound of voices.
1: And uh, I heard the female voice told me that, good morning, Mr. Buyan, you're in the hospital. That was a moment I will never forget in my entire life. I'm still alive. I could feel how life is precious. It doesn't matter where you are, in the hospital, in the prison, on the street, but you are still alive. You are still in this world.
0: Rais still has 35 fragments of buckshot in his face. He lost vision in one eye forever. A few days later, police arrested his attacker. His name was Mark Stroman. He confessed to killing two gas station attendants and shooting a third in the face.
1: After he was arrested, he, he voluntarily spoke to the local news media. He said he wanted to go and kill the Arabs. And that's what most Americans wanted to do, the killing Arabs or killing foreigners. He said he was brave enough. He's a patriot. That's why he killed people. And he wanted to kill more.
0: Stroman's sister was killed in the World Trade Center he made a personal goal to murder people from the Mideast. His rage did not decipher between the Mideast and South Asia.
1: Yes, I'm a Muslim, but I'm not from Middle East. I'm from Bangladesh.
0: Rais was asked to testify at Stroman's trial. At first, he refused.
1: Well, I was extremely afraid even to go to the courtroom because all the time I was thinking that I'm the only survivor and maybe he might have some associates outside. They, they will kill me.
0: But he walked into the courtroom and raised his finger to point at his attacker, Mark Stroman.
1: I was testified what happened to me. Do I see the person who shot me?
0: Mark was sentenced to death. After the trial, Rais actually went to the Middle East on the trip he had promised God, the Hajj to Mecca. He went with his mother, and he forgave his attacker.
1: I forgave him because of my Islamic faith and the way my parents raised me that forgiveness is the best policy. And after I came back from Hajj, I thought deeply, and I came out with this idea that the execution is not the solution here because we are not dealing with the root cause, which is hate.
0: So Rais met with the families of the other victims, and they all agreed they would work to save Mark Stroman's life. He met with lawyers and professors and learned everything he could about stopping an execution.
1: The first thing we did, we went to the local newspaper, Dallas Morning News, and requested a meeting with the editorial board. They published an article in their newspaper that I want to save the life of my attacker.
0: Hate crime victim is attempting to save the life of a convicted murderer. He sits
1: on death row. An unlikely champion is fighting to Guiding save. His. From the day one, I knew that would be an uphill battle. First of all, I'm in Texas. And the second thing is that Mark Stroman killed two persons and tried to kill mine. I was hopeful that, you know, since the victims of Mark Stroman, they forgave him. There's a hope that the government will listen to our request.
0: Eventually, Mark Stroman heard about Rais's work.
1: Well, the first time Mark heard about my campaign through his attorney, he could not believe. He was reduced to tears. He wrote me a beautiful and a big letter. It's a beautiful, nice penmanship as well I did you a very terrible injustice but you have still reached out from within to help me I don't know who your parents were but it's obvious they are wonderful people to let you to act this way to someone you have every right to hate I could feel the pain what this another human being is going through being behind bar and possibly going to be executed pretty soon
0: Raiz stepped up his effort. He filed petitions and met with judges. On the night Mark Stroman was due to be killed, Raiz was granted an emergency hearing to stay the execution.
1: And while I was testifying in the court, everyone in the court was crying, starting from the news reporter, attorney, even the judge. I could feel that his voice was shaking.
0: The hearing was the last chance, and it failed. There were no more options. Before his execution, Mark requested a phone call with Rais.
1: So I kept saying hello and I could hear from the other side, very low voice, Mark was saying, Hello, Rais, do you hear me? I wanted to pass the message that, Mark, you know for sure that I never hated you and uh, I'm doing my best to save your life. And in response he kept telling me, Rais, thank you so much for doing all this thing. I love you, bro. And I said that, you know, for sure that, you know, uh, likewise, I love you too.
0: That was the last Rais ever heard from
1: Mark. When I, I found out that Mark was executed around uh, 8.53, he was announced dead. I just feel in this way that, you know, uh, a piece of my heart I, I lost. And I asked God that, you know, I also have mercy on him and, and forgive him what he did. And since my mom and dad, they were also praying for Mark Truman, I called my parents, and I give them the message. They told me that, Rais, you did your best. And what we taught you, that's what you did. Big thanks to Rais Bouyan for sharing his story with Snap Judgment. To find out more about Rais's work on stopping hate, we're going to have a link on our website, snapjudgment.org. That story was produced by Anna Sussman and Stephanie Fu.